1: The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that The Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, U.S.U., former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Kraftchik as we explore this crazy, dateable world. Hi, friends. Welcome to this week's episode of Brunch Talk brought to you by the Dateable Podcast. This is where we answer all of your burning dating questions in an amount of time that you would eat an omelet or drink a milkshake or drink a vodka soda or a mimosa. I'm going to just keep naming all the things you can eat or drink in about 20 minutes or less. I
0: feel like I'm getting hungry just hearing that and now I want to do brunch (laughs) on Sunday.
1: Yesterday, I walked by this place that had bottomless mimosas for $22, and the old me would have been like, hell yeah, and then the present me threw up in my mouth a little bit. It's like, oh...
0: (laughs) can't do it. I don't think we ever did bottomless mimosas together, no. but I definitely did it before I met you like every Saturday or Sunday. It was aggressive. And I just remember doing the day of bottomless mimosas. We'd start around 12. Back then I used to work out all the time too. So I would work out in the morning because I knew it was just going downhill after. We'd do like 12 <laughs> or one o'clock brunch and then we'd just keep going and I would be home by 10, pass out, and then I'd wake up at like 4 a.m., because I just was so disoriented and slightly hungover. And then you're weak as fucked. Yeah. That's what
1: Bottomless Mimosa does to you. I wonder if anybody who listens to this show quite a bit, they probably just think we get so trashed during brunch. (laughs) That is all we ever talk about. (laughs) That was old us. (laughs) We have sober brunches. Thank you very much. The older, more mature versions of us, we do have sober brunches. But back in the day, I mean, hell, if you talked brunch, that was synonymous with getting yeah. blackout drunk.
0: Yeah. Well, actually, just recently we met up and it wasn't yeah. quite brunch. It was like maybe no. lunch more. But your friend brought over yeah. mimosas and I was just like, whoa, I haven't <laughs> had a mimosa pitcher in forever.
1: So it comes full circle because they have a kid. So they had a weekend away from their kid Good. and thought they wanted to relive their
0: 20s all over again. He's like, why wouldn't we get mimosas? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, it was a good time. (laughs) I
0: actually find that sometimes with people with kids, they want to rage more than people without, that are in their late 30s, early 40s. I feel like if you don't have kids, a lot of times, I'm not saying everyone, but I think you and I, I'll leave it to you and I, so we're not making Mm -hmm. generalizations, that we've kind of just come out of that phase more. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like a special treat, because it's like, if we wanted to, we could any day. There's nothing holding us back, but we just don't really desire it anymore. Yet sometimes people with kids, they feel like they can't do it. So when they have that opportunity, it's go time.
1: I know. (laughs) Another observation I've had recently is it's not that I'm opposed to drinking, but I want to know what kind of alcohol I'm putting into my body and whether it's like high quality alcohol. So if I'm around really good alcohol, I might down a few drinks. But if it's like well drinks that don't taste very good, I'm not drinking for the sake of getting drunk anymore. I actually want to enjoy every sip. Yeah. And
0: twenty dollars bottomless samosa is the bottom of the barrel champagne. Is it's it like really, Andre, <laughs> Two dollars, yes. Newsflash, it's the bottom of the barrel. They're trying to make a profit, guys. I remember <laughs> my old landlord. I think I told you this, Julie.
1: He used to get me the oh, yes. funniest Christmas presents and it was very nice to get me presents anyway. I always just get him like cookies or something. And as soon as I drop off cookies at his door, immediately a gift follows. So you know it was not a planned gift. It was a reactive gift. The first year, he got me a used wallet and a screwdriver in an anthropology bag that was definitely not his because it had stains on it. He like pulled it out of the recycling bin. Okay. And then the second year, he gave me half a bottle of Quill Oak Wine. Okay. A full bottle is $3.30. Oh my God. So a half bottle is $1.99. That guy was such a character. And First of all, I was like, why does this guy have a half bottle of quail oak wine sitting in his house anyway? And second of all, what am I going to do with this? I'm not that desperate to be drinking this right now. But what was good was that it catches fruit flies. Oh, my God.
0: This guy, I mean, I remember when you would tell me about your gifts. I mean, he's clearly just pulling them out of his cupboard or anything that he doesn't want anymore. Or trash. It's just hilarious. But anyways, we've okay. ranted about bad alcohol, so we might as well rant about something dating related. So here we go.
1: Okay. The question for this week is, how can I tell if someone likes me back?
0: Yeah. And for more context, I've been dating this girl and I'm getting mixed signals. Mm. Sometimes when we're out, it seems like she's really into me, but between dates, she goes radio silence, and sometimes it's hard to get a confirmation for the next date. Help, I'm confused if this person likes me or not
1: first impressions of this question would be if you have to question if someone likes you or not, it really doesn't matter if they like you or not. They're not giving <laughs> you the right signals to have this be a healthy, stable relationship. We're so concerned with getting other people to like us back. Sometimes we don't stop to think about, do I even like this person and how they make me feel? So top line right here is if you have to question if someone likes you, I think you have to question if you like them.
0: Yeah, I think mixed messages is, a message. Yeah. Oftentimes we are saying, well, I'm unsure. I haven't heard back from them. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. They're giving you a message without actually saying anything that it's not a priority to them. Maybe they still will go out with you when presented with the opportunity, but the lack of effort in between shows that this isn't something that's top of mind. Whether they like you, whether they're too busy, whether this isn't the right time in their life, it almost doesn't matter Mm-mm. because all that's happening is that you're not having the relationship you want to have. Mm -hmm. So a message is being sold to you whether you like it or not.
1: And we'll go into a little bit more detail of all the different scenarios that you might be thinking about. What you're asking in this question is you're asking for, is it when they touch your leg? Is it when they have a lingering look? Is it when they text you back right away? Those are all not signs of someone liking you back. Those are all signs of someone who may know how to build human connection or really know how to communicate. It has no indication of whether they like you or not. But what is a big indicator of someone liking you back is that they listen to you and they want to know how you're doing and they want feedback on what's going on because it shows that they care about you. If they didn't like you, they wouldn't care like, how are you doing? Are you having a good time? Do you think you know we have a potential for something more? And that just shows someone who's thoughtful in thinking about you. And that's a clear sign of someone who does
0: like you. I think also when they integrate you in their life, And this doesn't mean date one, you have to meet all their friends and family. Not saying that, but do they want to initiate plans at least once a week and devote a night to you? That's integrating you in their life. I think it's really easy to just say yes to dates and to show up and have fun. And like you said, kiss each other. We hear all the time like, oh, but we kissed on the date, but then I haven't heard from them again. And I thought it was a good date, but we never talked afterwards. I think in the moment, it's easy to have fun, but that doesn't mean that someone likes you and can see a future with you. They're two very different things and maybe is actually one of the most confusing parts of dating because you think you had a good time and they had a good time, but it doesn't equate to what you're actually looking for.
1: Oh my gosh, that's so true. And just think about this. What are they doing that's easy and what are they doing that takes effort? Kissing you is not hard. (laughs) That doesn't take much effort, especially after a few drinks. Very easy to kiss someone. Holding your hand or or stroking your hair, you know, while you're together. That's all easy ways of showing affection. But what does take effort is someone who is making plans, someone who Mm -hmm. is reaching out, someone who is giving you that consistent communication and validation without you asking for it. That takes effort. So if you're looking for signs of someone liking you back, just ask, are they
0: making the effort or are they just relying on what's easy to do? I think too, what happens in between the dates is almost more important. Important than what happens on the date. Yeah. Of course, you need that connection in real life, absolutely. But if you're seeing this like the example we got, it's almost like hot and cold behavior. Yeah. That on the date, it's on and it's clear they like them. But then in between, there's all these mixed messages and no messages and questioning that's happening. It feels like in that world, like that's the more difficult part to get out of your comfort zone, to make the time to start to integrate this person in your life and to be curious about this person. Those are the signs that they like you. And if that's not happening in between, it almost doesn't matter if you have a wonderful time on the date pending you want Mm -hmm. someone that's going to be there for it all.
1: I will throw this out to all of you and say that the onus is kind of on you for them to show you that they like you in a way that you want to be shown. So instead of love languages, there should be like languages. Mm -hmm. You should be telling people, if you want to spend more time with me, if you want to continue this, then you would give me consistent communication. You would text me back. You would make an effort to see me, right? Like I think sometimes we don't know how to express the like because we don't know the other person yet. So it's good for you to set that person up for success and say, these are the things I like in a partner. And if they don't do these things it's a very clear sign that they're not making the effort to show that they like you let's hold that thought for
0: a quick message
1: to viahemp.com and use a code datable to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's viahemp.com and use a code D A T E A B L E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp.
0: I like the setup of these are the things I need in a partner. It's less about you're doing something wrong, but we also have to question, do I like them? Do I like not knowing where I stand? Do I like having it be hot and cold? Do I like questioning whether they like me or not? None of that sounds fun, in my opinion. I feel like I definitely used to be in the world where I'd always be like, does this person like me? I need them to like me. And then there was that switch that happened of do I like them? Do I like feeling Mm-hmm. this way.
1: And we see this in relationships too, is when you spend most of the courtship trying to get the other person to like you back and then you end up in a relationship, you become resentful of them because you feel like, well, I spent all this effort trying to get you to like me and how come this is an unequal partnership? Because you never stop to question, do you even like them and want to put in the effort? Right. So it's not a pageant. It does <laughs> not mean that this is a popularity contest. You need to win and you have to get everyone to like you back and everyone has to want Want to go out on a second date with you, getting that second date is not a win. Getting that second date is a continuation of the conversation. There's no winning or losing here. And if someone likes you, it's not a win either. It opens up the door for more possibilities.
0: Yeah, I think the real question with it is do I like myself? Mm. Because I think so many times we look at dating like validation that if I can't yeah. get back to the second date, there's something fundamentally wrong with me. Why does nothing go to a second date? But if we can get out of that and just into, hey, I know what I bring to the table and someone's lucky to be with me, Mm -hmm. then that puts so much less of an onus on if they like you or not. You're not evaluating all these signs and you're just knowing in your gut when something feels reciprocal or not.
1: We're in such a weird place of modern dating with the rise of dating apps and online dating is that never have we ever been in a place where we are surrounded by this many eligible single people before. And now we are. So when we swipe on them, we automatically get that dopamine hit of, oh, this person likes me. But it doesn't really mean that. It just means that there's like the superficial connection on the apps. And so for some reason, we get in this mindset of like, I want as many people to like me as possible without stopping to think, why do I want that? Like, what does it say about me exactly that I need the vanity swipes to make me feel good about myself? So maybe it's a good time to have a very open conversation with yourself and say, why is it that I need people to like me back?
0: What does like even mean? Does it mean that they find you attractive and swipe on you? Does it mean they enjoy the conversation on a first date? Let's be honest, our date self on a first date, how well do you really know that person? Person. Yeah. Does it matter if they like you? Like, that doesn't even show half of who you are, if not all of who you are. So it almost doesn't hold any weight of who you are as a person. And like is so subjective. And then I think we get in our heads too, like, as things start to progress, like maybe we've gotten enough signs that, you know, they like us enough to keep going on dates. But we want to know, like, does this person really like me? And is this going to become a relationship? But it's less about, Do they like you and more of, are they meeting you where you're at? Mm -hmm. Are they showing that they want to include you and they want to form a relationship with you? It's less about liking.
1: And something that we discovered recently is you can be really good at getting people to like you back. And this usually happens with people who are interesting, who's had a lot of life experiences, who are adventurous, who may have a very interesting job. So maybe you're just so used to everybody flocking to you. Because you are just a fascinating person. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to depth in a relationship, you drop out because all you have going for you or relying on is this crutch of you being an interesting person. So again, it's not a pageantry situation and it's not about winning people over. If you know you have a winning trick to get (laughs) people to like you back, good for you. But it does not set the grounds for a sustainable relationship. So then it's like, what are you really looking for?
0: Right. Just liking each other doesn't mean that you're going to have a relationship with each other. You know, it could be what you're saying, like they're drawn to you, but they can't envision a relationship. Or maybe two people really like each other, but neither one is prioritizing a relationship right now. So it's how do we get out of the mindset of do they like me? I also feel like we can't control if they like me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They like you. There's no way we can control another human being. All we can do is show up as ourselves and give as much of our ourselves as we can to that other person in the sense of making them fully seen and heard making them feel connected and that doesn't mean that you need to force it but so many times we think about being liked that we're trying to put on this one person show that we're failing to just connect with people at a fundamental level
1: I'm going to say this because I think this is also important to understand is that it's not about you. And we've done some coaching sessions with some of our listeners and they say, well, I need to bring a fun topic into the date. I need to talk about something interesting that happened in my life. I need to have good conversation on a date. What only really matters is on a date, you listen and pay attention to the person you're on a date with and you show that you care about their life mm-hmm. and who they are. It's not about bringing in the entertainment. Anybody can. St- stream Netflix. Like, yeah, if you want to have an entertaining date, go stream Netflix on your date and then you don't have to talk at all. It doesn't matter what the content is you're bringing in. It's about the other person and getting to know them. So stop coming in with that entertainer mentality. Nobody pay for the show. Okay, they want their (laughs) refund. You can go back to the box office and just come in as who you are, a genuinely curious and thoughtful
0: and kind of human being. Yeah, I always think of the episode you did with Andrew always we had you on the blind date this was such a revelation for you such a revelation you went in being like I'm gonna slay this date I know how to do a first Mm -hmm. date of course he's gonna like me and then he said it wasn't that he didn't like you but he's like I don't need to be entertained I want to connect with someone
1: yeah and he said point blank it's very easy to go on a good date. Yeah. Like I can be entertained. I can talk to anybody, but it's very hard to find a connection on a date. Mm -hmm. That was eye-opening for me. And I (laughs) certainly dated differently and it bled into other parts of my life too, where it's like going on job interviews and Mm -hmm. connecting with friends. It's not about the stories you bring in. It's about connecting. We always forget that. Yep.
0: So bringing it back to this one though, if someone's giving you those mixed messages, I think Mm. first of all need to stop and be like, Like, do I even like this person? That's number one. Do I like being treated this way? And if you feel like it's worth it still, have a clarifying conversation to share how you like to be treated. Yes.
1: Well, thank you for this question. We love it. It's not as simple as when we were in the third grade and saying, do you like me? Because I like you. (laughs) And now we're together. I
0: mean, it's so funny because it's like, it isn't that simple, but maybe it should be that simple. That would be nice. Maybe in this case, too. It's like, hey, we've gone on a bunch of dates. I really like you. Like, how are you feeling? Like, what? Like, that's like the passing the note of the fifth grade.
1: Sometimes you just need permission, right? Like if you just open up the conversation with I like you, it gives the other person permission to say I like you as well. Yeah. But if nobody says it, we call it are you looking for a soulmate or a stalemate? We love this phrase, right? If you're looking for stalemate, easy. Just keep asking questions to people who are not your partner and then nothing will happen. But if you want to move it along, come forward with what you're asking for.
0: Yeah. And if you say, do you like me? They're probably wondering, do they want me to like them? Right. Yeah. Am I supposed to say yes? But if you start with, hey, I really... Really like you. I feel yeah. like I'm getting mixed messages. Like, what's going on for you?
1: You're right. Maybe we should simplify a little bit. And <laughs> that's why we love these questions because we will answer the question for you, but we'll also help you rephrase and reframe the question. So keep them coming. You can email us your questions by emailing hello at datablepodcast.com or you can DM us on Instagram at datablepodcast. And we always read those questions and we try to answer them to the best of our <laughs>
0: We'll see you next week for another Brunch Talk.
1: Bye. The Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcasts.